is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Thursday, October 22nd. Thought we were in the clear this week. Really did. Really did, but it doesn't look like we are in the clear. News breaking uh, before I hit record here, just before I hit record, in fact, that the Bucks and Raiders game has been moved from Sunday night to Sunday at 4.05. You might be thinking, well, hey, Jeff, they're moving it up. Yeah, see, what happened was they're moving it up so they can have a primetime game. They're moving it up, quote, unquote, right now, but this is not good. So the Raiders' offensive line is in isolation. Trent Brown tested positive for COVID-19, and there is video evidence of the team hanging out, uh, the offensive lineman, that is, without masks. So this is not a good thing right here. Uh, for the potential chances of this game happening this week. Stay tuned. As of now, still technically on, but what they ended up doing was uh, moving the Cardinals and Seahawks to uh, to the Sunday night spot. So it's a good Sunday night football game. Regardless, I mean, there's that. I can at least hang my hat on that one. Uh, but for now, that's where we stand. So some some reasonably big news there breaking right before the show. Of course, we're going to talk about wide receiver cornerback matchups for you on the show today. Before I get to that, I have to tell you, of course, about our sponsor. And that is Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world. Because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites, and I really think that's the key here. It is different. It's not DFS that you're used to. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there's no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks, and anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, and, of course, football. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Has it all. And you know what else? MonkeyNightFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. $50 free dollars there to play with. That's good. With a name like MonkeyNightFight.com, you'll be pretty certain you know what you're getting into when you sign up to play Monkeys and Knives and Fights and Sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyNightFight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site. For full terms and restrictions. And here's the thing, man. Like I keep saying, if you're in a state where, you know, sports betting is not legal right now, this isn't sports betting. Like it's still DFS, but there are so many overlaps with like player props, like the traditional uh, strategy of player props, the, you know, you're picking one side or the other. I, I really think you would dig this. So use that promo code RANT and sign up. That'll help me out. That'll help you out. That'll help Monkey Knife fight out. That'll help everybody out right there. All right, so let's talk about the wide receiver cornerback matchups for the week. And uh, this week, I actually debuted a new format for my wide receiver cornerback matchup article. You can get that article over at ftndaily.com, by the way, and you use the promo code RATPACK, you get 10% off on a FTN Daily subscription. But how I changed it is instead of just giving you a couple upgrades, a couple downgrades, I actually went game by game, downgrades, upgrades, and neutral across all the games. So you might be listening to this after the Thursday night football game, so I'm not going to go through that. Uh, If you are listening to it beforehand, it's pretty easy to figure out the matchups. But regardless, 
I'm really playing this for the crowd who is, you know, looking towards the weekend. And I know that a lot of people don't listen to this Thursday pod until like later on or maybe even Friday morning. Um, so it is what it is. So let's start with Detroit and Atlanta. There are no bad matchups here, so smoke them if you got them. Not that I condone smoking, okay? <laughs> but uh, anyway, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage against this Detroit secondary. I'm especially intrigued by whoever gets to line up against Jeffrey Okuda. Good first name, but so far this season, Okuda has been picked on 19 catches for 299 yards. He's lining up um, across from Calvin Ridley most likely most of the day. Calvin Ridley primarily lining up on the right, so that would put him opposite Akuda. Uh, but it's good matches uh, uh, across the board. Now, Marvin Jones is a little dinged up, so keep that in mind. But, man, I love the matchup for him as well. So, Kendall Sheffield's allowing a 71% catch rate, 15 yards per catch in his coverage. And he was a big reason why Justin Jefferson had a big game last week. And that's key to note because I, I think it's neutral for Kenny Galladay, but A.J. Terrell shattered last week. So I think Galladay sees that shadow, and Terrell was a reason why we didn't hear a lot from Adam Thielen. So here's the thing. Galladay's a different beast than Thielen, though, so I'm not downgrading him, but it is more of a neutral matchup. Cleveland-Cincinnati, I do think OBJ sees a shadow here. Uh, Last week, William Jackson shadowed T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton had zero catches on four targets in uh, Jackson's coverage. So... Slight downgrade. Remember, I talk to two different audiences when I talk about matchups. So, like, season-long, yeah, you're starting him as a wide receiver, too. DFS, you're fading him. A.J. Green, uh, well, last week the arrow is pointing up, but he's lined up on the on the left 42% of the time this season, so he's going to see a lot of Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell is allowing 14 yards per catch, just, just over, but only a 51% catch rate. So it might be one of those days where he sees a lot of volume but doesn't do much with it. You know, doesn't doesn't convert a lot of it for, for catches, etc. So there you go. Uh, like the matchup for Jarvis Landry, Mackenzie Alexander out of the slot. is giving up an, an almost an 80% catch rate. So it could be a nice PPR day there for Jarvis. T. Higgins trending up. And Denzel Ward, if he gets more of Ward than A.J. Green does, that's good for Higgins. Ward has given up four touchdowns this season. How about Tyler Boyd? Well, you know, I keep saying with Tyler Boyd, he's kind of like every week, somewhere in between wide receiver two, wide receiver three, which is basically where he is. It's a neutral matchup out of the slot against Kevin Johnson. I'm not upgrading or downgrading. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Well, this was the one of the, this was the game that was postponed. No major downgrades here. It's mostly neutral matchups with the exception of Chase Claypool. Maple Tron. I love him in this matchup against Jonathan Joseph. The veteran corner is is allowing nearly 17 yards per catch this season. He's allowed two touchdowns in his coverage. Everybody else is neutral who you would play here. A.J. Brown, Juju, all, all those guys. Juju's trending down, obviously, but this it's a neutral matchup. Carolina, New Orleans, Michael Thomas, man. Jeez, just when we thought we were going to get him back, this guy suffers a hammy. I don't know if he's going to play. Not sure. Really not sure. So keep an eye on it. If he does play, he'll see a shadow from Razul Douglas. Razul Douglas, get excited, Eagles fans. Sidney Jones and Razul Douglas are playing good football when they leave Philly. But he's been quietly really pretty good this year. Eight yards per catch, 60% catch rate, and has been tasked with some shadow coverage. I do like the matchup for Robbie Anderson a little bit more than DJ Moore. Now, I don't think Marshawn Lattimore is going to shadow here, 
But I do think Moore sees more of Lattimore. And Lattimore hasn't been great this season. He's given up a touchdown in three or four games. But he's that type of player where, you know, he could turn a corner any given week. So I'd rather stay away from him. So I'd prefer uh, Robbie Anderson. I also think that, you know, it's a neutral matchup for Manny Sanders, regardless of whether Michael Thomas plays, but could have some deeper value in season-long fantasy football. Buffalo and the Jets. I don't think Brashad Perryman gets star treatment, but he will see his fair share of Tredavious White and Josh Norman on the outside. Don't like that matchup, but I do like the matchup for Crowder out of the slot. If it's Cameron Lewis, especially covering the slot for uh, the uh, the Buffalo Bills, Crowder's about the only thing you you can like with the Jets, but I do like him. I do. He's a solid football player. Uh, Stephon Diggs loves Stephon Diggs. So does Josh Allen, and so does everybody with this matchup. Pierre Desir, yes, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll take uh, 10 of those matchups, please, if I can get them this week. Jeez. Pierre Desir, five touchdowns allowed, 76% catch rate. Dallas and Washington. Hey, Michael Gallup's trending down, and he's most likely to see Kendall Fuller. They're not moving their receivers around enough, at least as far as I'm concerned. So he will see a lot of Kendall Fuller. He's been playing good football, so that's a downgrade for Gallup. But it's an upgrade for CeeDee out of the slot where he sees Jimmy Moreland, who's allowing a 75% catch rate. So I like CeeDee. I like Terry McLaurin, of course, against the uh, Cowboys. Remember that Christian Kirk touchdown last week? That was Daryl Worley, and that is who Terry McLaurin's going to see his share of. Daryl Worley can't defend speed, so it wouldn't surprise me, regardless of Kyle Allen or not, uh, McLaurin gets deep for one this week. Uh, Mari Cooper, neutral matchup for him, and it's a target volume that you like for him. Uh, Green Bay, Houston, another week for Adams with a shadow. Last week, Carlton Davis did, in fact, put a damper on Devontae Adams' fantasy value, uh, capped it a little bit. He'll see Bradley Roby this week. It's not the same matchup. Even though it's shadow and Robo- Roby's doing a good job, the Houston defense is a, is a step down from the Tampa defense. So I don't think this is a huge downgrade for Adams. I'm going to fade him in DFS, but don't worry in season long. Will Fuller could see a shadow from Jair Alexander. Jair traveled with Mike Evans last week, so he did shadow last week. No Kevin King on the field. He's so good, man. I love watching Jair Alexander play. 61% catch rate, 8.7 yards per catch in his coverage, so he's doing a nice job this season. No major upgrades in this matchup, but I say Brandon Cooks is a neutral He's exploded over the last two weeks. Like everybody who dropped in three weeks ago have to be kicking their, themselves because he's the number two fantasy wideout over the last two weeks. Only Mapletron has outscored him. Uh, Seattle, Arizona, which now obviously has moved to the night game. No downgrades. This is all ammunition in this game. Upgrade for D Hop. He'll see uh, that that secondary. I mean, it doesn't matter who he sees, but. There's is another team. They're not moving their receivers around. He's been on the left 82% of the time this season. He's not moving. So he'll see Quentin Dunbar basically the whole game, and I love that matchup. He's allowed a, he's he's allowing touchdowns left and right this season. So I like Clinton, Quentin Dunbar uh, for D-Hop. Also think the uh, matchup is fine for Christian Kirk, but I'm not going to get too carried away with him because the volume isn't fine for him. He's only averaging four targets per game, just over. DK Metcalf, I don't think Patrick Peterson shadows. They've only used Peterson to shadow once this season. That was back in week two against Terry McLaurin. Doesn't seem like it's what that defense wants to do right now. 
So I don't mind Metcalf. I think the better matchup, though, is out of the slot. The Cardinals are the number five matchup for slot receivers, according to the FTN Advanced Matchups DVP wide receiver tool, which I love that tool. I put it together, so of course I love it. But I do. I think it's such a useful tool. So slot receivers are averaging 10 targets per game. That's not individual receivers. It's all slot receivers on each team, but 10.2 targets per game against Arizona. KC and Denver, I'm going to downgrade McCole Hardman here. I, I think the Broncos secondary is better than people realize. Slightly flying beneath the radar here. So yeah, little downgrade for McCole Hardman. Not going to downgrade Ty Freak because his skill level trumps, you know, skill level trumps the, of the receiver, trumps the bad matchup. I love the matchup for Tim Patrick though. Love, 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 love the matchup. He is emerging as the top receiving option, so I'm upgrading him. I'm going to sneak him into some DFS lineups, and I'm definitely using him as a wide receiver three plus uh, for season long. But against Charvarius Ward on the outside, Ward has surrendered a score in uh, each of the last two weeks. So love the matchup there. San Francisco, New England, there's like nothing to like in the passing game here. Nothing. Nothing. I, you can't trust Amir Bird or Julian Edelman, even in a good matchup, and this is a bad matchup. Jason Verrett is playing good football on the outside. I mean, Edelman maybe, in theory, has a neutral matchup out of the slot, but I put him as a downgrade regardless. And then Ayuk and Debo, it's not a high-powered passing game. I like what we saw out of Jimmy G last week, but man, they're not even going to... I don't think they're going to be shadowed here. It's just there's no good matchup to be had against that New England secondary, so no, uh, no upgrades here. Jacksonville and the Chargers. DJ Chark, the line was disappointing last week. The matchup is disappointing this week. He's going to see Casey Hayward when he's on the outside. In the slot, you have Desmond King. Hayward is, he's not going to shadow, but he's allowing a 50% catch rate this season. Desmond King is allowing six yards per catch. So it's also a downgrade for LaVisca Chenault. How about Keenan Allen, though? He should be good to go here. And I love, I love the matchup out of the slot against Trey Herndon. Herndon's allowing a 71% catch rate, nearly 12 yards per catch, which doesn't sound big, but for a slot corner, that's that's a decent number. That's relatively high there, and I don't want to attack it. Mike Williams, more of a neutral matchup, but I just look at the inexperience of the corners on the outside. Sidney Jones, who technically has been in the league for a while, but not a lot of experience because he was hurt you know, to start his career, didn't play a lot. He's, he's been hurt for most of his NFL career. Uh, C.J. Henderson, a rookie, so... My, they're going to have their hands full with Mike Williams on the outside. So it's a neutral matchup for him. Uh, Tampa and Vegas, if this does in fact happen, it's a downgrade for Henry Ruggs. Uh, the, uh, it's not going to be a shadow situation, but the Tampa secondary is so good. I, I don't see them shadowing with Carlton Davis. I really don't. But they're, they're so good that it doesn't really matter. It's a matchup downgrade. I say it's more neutral on the other side for Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans. I don't think that... I'm not intimidated by Nevin Lawson, Trayvon Mullen, and LaMarcus Joyner, but at the same time, they're not like pushovers either. So it's neutral. Like where I'm ranking him is like mid-range wide receiver two to front end wide receiver twos. I, I think that's fine. Finally, I'll talk about Monday now, just in case you're setting your lineups, you need that information. So with this matchup here, the Bears, um, the Bears are good on defense, man. And how about Jalen Johnson? You pick on the rookie corners, right? Nope, not him. 50% catch rate in Jalen Johnson's coverage. Shout out to Jalen Johnson. Kyle Fuller's been even better. 48% catch rate, 10.2 yards per catch. That is bad news for the outside receiver, which happens to be Bob Woods, more so than Cooper Cup. 
I actually think this is a cup week. You know, I sometimes say it's a Woods week. It's a cup week. This is a cup week. Buster screen in the slot. Yes, please. 70% catch rate. I like Cooper Cup this week. Uh, And I think it's neutral for Allen Robinson because the Rams aren't using Jalen Ramsey as a shadow. So I don't think that happens here. They're using him a lot in the slot. So I don't think that we see shadow. I mean, Allen Robinson's not going to, you know, he's not going to not see a Ramsey here, but he's not going to see him for most of the day. So I don't mind Robinson front end wide receiver two, maybe not the best uh, DFS play if you're playing the full slate, but you know, obviously we'll talk about the showdown slate uh, on Monday. So there you go. Wide receiver cornerbacks here for week seven fantasy football. Obviously we're wait and see mode with this, uh, this Tampa Bay Raiders game. So we'll see if that thing happens. Uh, but uh, as of now, that's where we are with all of that. Stop by FTNDaily.com to get the wide receiver cornerback matchup uh, article with all the detailed information here, uh, along with all those great tools, the advanced DVP, the wide receiver cornerback matchup tool, and the shadow index. A lot of people have seen my my tweet about Carlton Davis and want to know where they can get that info, it's at ftndaily.com. Use the promo code RATPACK to get yourself 10% off on a subscription. Appreciate everybody uh, who has reviewed the podcast. I do have a little bit of an update. So I talked to uh, my good friend and partner at the Sawdust Podcast Network, Brad Evans, yesterday. And we, we have a little plan in place for a little celebration here. So an announcement is coming soon for us to get to 1,000 reviews. We got there. We're celebrating. I'm a man of my freaking word, okay? But I want to. I want more. I mean, I'm greedy. So please review the podcast. It helps me out so much. If you haven't reviewed it already, the easiest way to do it, if you have an iPhone, open up the podcast app on Apple uh, and then find my podcast, The Rant. Scroll to the bottom and click the stars once you clicked on my podcast. If you haven't, if you don't have an iPhone, you can still review on Apple Podcasts elsewhere. I know I keep calling it iTunes and it's not technically iTunes anymore. Whatever. Just review it on Apple, all right? It helps me out. Even if you don't listen on Apple, the reviews mean a lot and uh, really helps the pod out because we want to keep this bad boy going. Well into the future. Well into the future. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Hashtag Rat Pack. A lot of people talking about cargo shorts on Twitter today. I'm not a cargo shorts guy. I'm not. But I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out if you are a cargo shorts guy. Hit me up at Jeff Ratcliffe and comment on that topic there on social media. Anyway, uh, if you're listening to this before the game, enjoy the game. If not, well, hopefully it was a good game. <laughs> hopefully it was a good game, baby. I'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here. We'll be right back.